Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Buja. Today's guest is an Indo-Indian movement artist and serpentine gender-fluid drag performer who combines their identities to create thought-provoking art. She was voted Best New Drag Artist at the Proud Awards in 2021, is a cast member of the Martin Sims award-winning friend show, Geneva's Messy Friends, and a member of the Sydney-based ballroom house, House of Silky. Of course, I'm talking about Denisa Snake, and it's my pleasure to have this incredible creature sitting across from me Hello. today. How are you, Denisa? I'm great, Boo. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've been wanting you on forever. I mean, I feel like I say that a lot, but it's actually true. I want everybody across from me at all times. <laughs> I'm really excited to be having this chat with you. Yeah, um, so for you, why drag? Why drag? Um, look, I think drag is just the the thing I fell into first, um, yeah. honestly. Uh, drag combines like a lot of my interests or like a lot of the interests I had at the time. Like I, I was getting really into fashion mm. and expression through makeup and movement um, and also exploring my gender, my gender identity. Oh, that's um, really fun. You know, like I'm person assigned male at birth and so I was put into a lot of like boxes to do with that um and I wanted to break those and so drag felt like a very natural place I could mm. explore my interests but also express what I needed to express yeah well I've never I don't know if I've ever had anyone come in with a concise answer like from oh, from jump I I've love never that said it concise so, either. <laughs> I, that was so concise where it's just sort of like and thank you for listening like done ah, <laughs> book shut <stunning. laughs> why drag because because it needed to tick all of the boxes for you I love that so very very yeah. much I mean I think that's true but also like I'm feeling myself uh, kind of breaking, like wanting to break the boxes of drag now as well and like <laughs> explore avenues outside of drag where I still use like the learnings that I had from mm. drag um, and all of the conventions that I learned from drag, but I'm wanting to put them into different spaces and like explore those spaces. So. Oh, you said conventions. Can you tell us like what some of those conventions are just yeah. for like people who may not be as versed in drag as you are? Absolutely. Um, so I guess for me, like the, the art for a drag, it's really the art for a transformation. Mm. It's about like transforming genders transforming body shapes and types and um, especially your face like and how you're translating expressing um gender and concepts through those things um and so a lot of things we do as drag artists to um convey that our, our makeup looks like yes, um, different totally. styles and types of makeups changing our facial structure changing our body structure at times corseting padding that sort of thing um and then a very common thing in drag is like lip syncing. Mm. Um, that's another another level of transformation and illusion where you're, um, you know, embodying the, the sound of someone else. Totally, and, and, yeah. Um, it's the illusion that you're singing it and, and uh, embodying a character. Um, but, you know, like you do a lot of those things in lots of different art forms. And so I'm excited yes. to kind of take that art of transformation and those transformations into spaces like 
performance art, um, visual art, fashion. Like those are all spaces where you can have that transformation, but it's like a different different language almost, different communication. Yes, that yeah. makes so much sense. So is this yeah. like, it's already leading me down the path of just being like, is this why you chose the snake as your like iconography? Because it's constantly shape-shifting and changing and shedding skins. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. Um, the snake for me is like a symbol that's been recurring through my life. Um, ah. Yeah, I was born in the year of the snake. Ah, I'm the Chinese cool. zodiac. Um, snakes are like a really big in like Indian culture, which mm. is one of my backgrounds and Indonesian culture. Um and I like to say it's it's like a big metaphor, the snake. Um, it's a metaphor for how I as like a, a BIPOC body exists mm. in a Western world. Because mm-hmm. in, in Western culture, snakes are normally viewed as negative. You know, you like call someone a snake if they're toxic yep. and stuff. Um, in like Adam and Eve, which is a very Westernized story. Totally. The snake is the, is the bad guy, like the temptation. <laughs> yep. um, but in Eastern philosophy and Eastern cultures, like snakes are actually symbols of wisdom, like longevity, like really good things. And so I feel that at times that's how I'm viewed in, in my different contexts. Like a lot of the things that I attempt to do or put out can be seen as aggressive or, Mm. um, I don't know, like bad intention, but behind it, I have like good intention and I'm doing it a specific (laughs) way. Um, and that's a lot of that is just because of my cultures and how it's perceived by different spaces and people. Yeah. Do you yeah. mind if we dig into that just Absolutely. for a hot little second? Yeah, of course can. Um, what do you mean by like can be seen as bad intention? I mean, I've only ever looked at your artwork and gone, wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I mean, I'm very one dimensional like that. I just go, oh, oh, it's so pretty. Thank um, you. But what do you like, mean by that? I guess like for people like you, for other queer people, for people of colour, like a lot of them view what I do as, um, and I'm speaking for them, I guess, but like a lot of them <laughs> view it as those things, as yeah. beautiful and stuff. And same as we see snakes. Like yeah, totally. some people yeah. see snakes as fucking beautiful and glossy and yeah. strong. Um, but there's definitely people who think it's, um, think my art and think snakes are, um, you know. Pointed. Yes. Good word. Pointed. Pointed yeah. and um, assertive mm. and um, loud. And the they are all those things, but and I love that. Exactly. Exactly. We, we know because we're educated that snakes <laughs> like are aggressive for a reason. They're mm. protecting themselves. They're protecting their, their young. Like if they're a, yeah, like if they're a mother snake or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you understand where it comes from, um, yeah, then people can get it, but. I don't know, maybe I'm not as aggressive as I think I am, but (laughs) (laughs) I I like to think a lot of my stuff, I like pushing the, not pushing the boundaries, but I like doing subversive things, especially to do with Mm. like why I love the art of burlesque and like I put that in my art as well. Um, It's not often you see like a queer BIPOC body, Mm -hmm. nude, powerful, strong. Um, That is quite a subversive thing, a queer... POC body like yeah and not just taking up space but like powerfully being like I'm not just taking your space this is my space like you're forced to watch me yeah. that's what I loved about the art form of burlesque when I started learning mm. it and embodying it that like you know I, I'm forcing like I'm taking your time to like watch me be embodied in my sensuality and my yes yeah completely so now that we're in burlesque obviously yeah. I think it's a great because you're one of my favorite slashies ever oh um, you wear so many different you. hats at all times you're thank just like you. hats on hats on hats which is great um what made you go down the path of burlesque was it just watching lots of incredible burlesque performers like what got you interested I think um 
like understanding the history of like the queer performance scene mm-hmm. in drag and burlesque, like I think when I started drag, it really was at a time where burlesque and drag were starting to do a lot of the same gigs and mm. like doing fringe together and learning off each other. And there was a bit of bleed together with certain artists doing both. Mm. Um, and I just thought that like that was a pretty natural thing. Um, and like I was saying before, uh, I really connected with burlesque because I connect with my body and that's how I connect with my body on stage. Um, I love being naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my body. Like, um, and I want to like embody that sexuality, mm. that sensuality part of my art because I feel like it's in a way something that was taken away from me a bit by this Western world. Mm. You know, like for gay men, queer people, mm. like I'm not generally the um, like the most desirable, the like apex of desirability, um, which doesn't stop my view of myself. And so I want to share that, you know, with the world, with yeah. the girls. Yeah. And taking, <laughs> up, burlesque, taking up yeah. those spaces in, in burlesque art form. And like you said, like demanding yeah. people watch for even just the Down. three to five minutes is like a very powerful way of being like, and this is something, if you hadn't considered it before, I'm giving you a chance to consider That's it now. It. Are you turned on? Yes, you are. Ah! <laughs> and to be honest, like a lot of um, times I perform in burlesque spaces, I feel that like... The response I get is um, there is a lot of silence, but I, I read, like I talk to people after and stuff and it's it's or because lots of people just have never seen a body like mm. mine on stage, like like an AMAB presenting female feminine body, yeah. but also not padding overtly to convey that, like, like being just like a, a flat snake, like, you know, <laughs> a gender snake. fluid, gender neutral yes. alien thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then being like, why am I attracted to this? And is that allowed? And yeah. then having to question like, why am I questioning that? Is it allowed? Yes. And that's, that's where I bring it back to like that pointedness. Mm. You know, some people do see that as pointed, like yeah. they're questioning themselves and they're kind of looking for someone to blame for that questioning. <laughs> but it's like, no, very like, it's okay to question. It's okay to understand yourself and like just yeah. just be I just be like it's fine <laughs> people getting mad because they got turned on watching you and it's down, like, um, down. I feel like you should be thanking me not ah! getting cross at me right now yeah. um let's do like a quick comparison do you remember like Denisa form number one versus who they are now oh yeah I've yeah. been through so many evolutions I'm I still, know <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm still going through them I'm, I'm excited Good. for the next ones yeah. um Denisa form one um I thought I was a fucking, I thought I was a woman. Like my first. I love how many times I hear that. It's ah! so good. It's so good. It's the art of it. It's the yeah. like beauty. Um, my first drag factory, I literally was in a cotton on t-shirt and some little bike shorts. Shut I up. thought I was the girl. <laughs> I did a little bike R&B shorts. number. I've been watching my R&B heels videos. I thought I was one of the girls. Um, and I, I didn't get read down like that, like, but the girls were like, you know, put a little rhinestone here, like, zhuzh it up a bit, wear a wig, like, here Wear a wig. I, no, I love not wearing wigs I still, know. though. But time and place and with the right styling, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe not with bike shorts and a cotton on tape. I still do it. <laughs> I will still do it, boo. I want to see give me a... it back. I need to see it back again. Drag yeah, factory and bike shorts. <laughs> I'll do it and I'll do it even more fierce. You'll watch. I want to see it. I am doing something. I'm doing a performance similar next week, actually. Where it's not bike shorts, but it's like, it's giving like feminine. It's giving like, it's mm-hmm. not drag, drag, drag. It's like, <laughs> well, it's interesting for me because drag in, um, you know, I do drag in different spaces. I yes. do drag in um, the queer performance spaces, mm-hmm. but also in ballroom, which I kind of consider different spaces. Yeah, totally. Drag in ballroom is very like feminine, like, um, 
like in Ode to the Femme Queens and mm. like trying to pass. Like that's a big part of Dragon yeah, Ballroom. The, like quote unquote day walker vibe. Yeah, yeah. down pedestrian mm. like. And so I'm kind of navigating between those two spaces and yeah. everything in between. Yeah. So, just to like for the evolution, how would you see who Denise is now? Because I do want to go yeah. back to ballroom. For sure. But who yeah. uh, Denise is currently and like what do you think got from bike shorts to, <gasps> me, <laughs> to who she is right now? Um, I think it's a, a big part of it is understanding the conventions of drag more and mm-hmm. understanding like um, all the different options, right? Yeah, like, totally. you know, like you can create so many different silhouettes and looks and feelings and expressions with. Jewelry, hair, makeup, this, mm-hmm. that, this, that. Um, and just understanding those things more deeply. Now I can do more full transformations. Um, yeah. I remember someone asked me, like, it was like last year at the side of the year. They were like, what's your goal this year? Like in, in drag and Ew. stuff. <laughs> I know, but I had I a good them, response. <laughs> I was like, but my goal was immaterial. I said, like, I want to do deeper transformations. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I want my looks, I want my moments to be like, bigger, deeper, like mm-hmm. more trend, like, like I want to transform full bodies and shit. And I think I'm starting to get that more and more. And this evolution of Denisa now um, is definitely taking it there. Like it's trying yeah, to sure. transform as, as fully as possible into like creatures and this and that, but also from like my boy self into my girl self and do that mm-hmm. unclockable transformation, yes. like between the two. Yeah. It's very exciting. And I think that like, something I think we probably touch on a lot in this podcast is you kind of have to like learn every single convention, know what every single rule is to then like purposely go, thank you so much. Now they go in the bin and I'll do That's what I'm it. trying to do. A hundred percent. A really good friend of mine who's been in the industry quite a while said that exact thing to me. He was like, I really love how you're, um, you know, I can see you're learning all these like conventions and mm-hmm. stuff, but you're choosing which ones to keep and which ones to throw away. Yeah. And like doing it purposefully. Do you think it's important that we learn them first to be able to throw a them away? A thousand percent. Yeah. Because they're there for a reason. Mm. And like every art form has its conventions. It's part of the art form. Yeah. And so th- that's what I mean. Like when you are throwing them away, it's with intention mm. and it's with purpose. And it says something louder than if you just don't know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> even though that's fab too. I love the girls who don't know what they're doing. It's always got energy. Like, <laughs> it's always got so many energy. It's like, I've done my research. I've been on YouTube for hours. And you go, thank you so much. That's so good. Okay, cool. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> what can we learn next? <laughs> mm. um, what can I learn next is um, I am a kind of a newbie in terms of like ballroom scene yeah. energy and stuff. And as much as I appreciate love and worship at the table of the dolls, mm. um, I know <laughs> that you are somebody it. who is active in the scene. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in ballroom? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I've been in ballroom for a hot minute. Like mm-hmm. um, I think it's coming like three years, yeah. three and a half years. Um when I kind of started in the ballroom scene under um, Mother Santana, mm. who really brought it from Brisbane to here, mm-hmm. um, it was very different. Like it was very bare bones. We were just learning, learning. There's so much to learn. Like yes. um, just like I was saying with drag and conventions, there's so many conventions of ballroom. There's terminology, there's um, movement forms, there's there's like social critiques and this yeah. and that. You've got to understand all of that to like get to the core of it and start doing the actual shit. Um, totally. And a lot of people think they can, like it is It is this as well. A lot of people think they can just go on the floor and have fun and stuff. And mm. that's a big part of it. But totally. like what that means to certain people speaks so loud. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been in it for like three and a half years. Um, I just recently joined the House of Silky. So in, exciting. Based in Sydney, but they have a bit of a Melbourne chapter too. Awesome. Um 
I'm so proud to be a Silky. It is like, so cool. It's just blow, it blew my mind when you sent through your bio. I was like, oh, by the way, people send through their bios. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent it through, I was like, House of Silky, what? That's yeah. so exciting. Such a beautiful house. Yeah. Such a, a very diverse house, and I'm really proud to be part of that diversity. I guess there's so many different body types, gender mm. types, everything. Like, um, and I feel really proud to bring something new to the table as like a butch queen up in drag. Mm. Like, um, I feel so much support in my diversities and in my intersections from my house. Like, and totally. that's so special. I love yeah. them. <laughs> On these conventions, I think that like probably a place that a lot of us go wrong is like, we don't do this consciously, obviously, but mm. the assumption that like the thing that you've seen on TV and obviously we all know yeah. that it happened with drag, with the explosion of yeah. drag race, is you go like, that must be what That's the culture it. is and yeah. that must be like what I need to know. I'll tick that box. Thank you so Absolutely. much. And we've seen the unfortunate like hate that's come because people use that like reality TV as their one right. true standard. Yeah. Do you think a similar thing happened with Legendary in the ballroom scene? Yeah. Um. I, I think, look, the three kind of zeitgeist of ballroom mm. and popular culture, mm. there's... Well, there's a bit. There's Pose, which yeah. is a show about um, the origins of ballroom and like that that time when mm. ballroom was but it's, really it's scripted. Though, it's scripted, drum, yeah. yeah, and it has a lot of our community in mm-hmm. it. Um, we have Legendary, which is a reality TV yeah. competition. Um, we have Paris is Burning, which is like OG, mm-hmm. like you know, doco back in the time with the actual members of ballroom. Mm-hmm. And then we have like the drag racification of ballroom. <laughs> yes. Very. Um, now people uh, sit at all different levels of like, understanding mm-hmm. those those zeitgeists. Um, but to be honest, each of them have their virtues and their vices. Totally. Um, some more than others, obviously. Um, in terms of legendary specifically, like balls are not like that. Like, yeah, it's legendary. just the reality TV of it they, all that I find so interesting. Yeah, yeah. they got to force it into a box. They got to make it reality TV. And I found it interesting as well that, you know, Legendary's just been announced that it's been cancelled. Mm. Which um, also sucks. <laughs> like, really sucks. Bad, yeah. Really sad. But I found it interesting that I feel like Legendary tried to kind of stay as faithful as they could for Ballroom while still being a reality TV mm. show. And then they didn't get renewed. But then Drag Race has like gone so far mm. outside of kind of, not the roots of ballroom, like like it's never been fab ballroom and yeah. drag race, but it's gone so far, and they had to do that to like be. They don't to have be to be in season twenty. Yeah, yeah, to be renewed. Um, it's just a comment on how like queer bipoc bodies, especially like femme queens, mm-hmm. trans bipoc bodies, like are just easily discarded. Like <laughs> in, in the mainstream, bin, yeah. yeah, yeah, because uh, people didn't like the arguments and. Like the fights that would happen in Legendary, even though it's just it also like just didn't gain traction in yeah. mainstream like that. It did for a very specific community and stuff, mm. but it wasn't big enough. People weren't interested in it enough, which is just very sad. But but it's kind of good for our community because like, bitch, come to the ball if you're interested. Yeah. No shame. Come like, along. So obviously that is an Americanized reality TV show, yeah. like heightened version of reality. Mm-hmm sort of thing for a lot of people as their reference point. What is the Perth ballroom community like through your eyes, obviously? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're still like a young community. Mm-hmm. We've, we have been going for kind of three years, but I think it's only the last year or two we've been really starting to get some traction. Mm. And like has Three rain. years is child. Yeah. <laughs> like li- child. But I mean, in ballroom Australia, like it's only been around six, seven years. So, Children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a baby scene yeah. overall and we've grown like a lot from that. Um. But I think, yeah, it's only in the last two years we've been, like, really walking the balls mm-hmm. over east, getting some traction there, winning some GPs, like, like, bully-based. Um, 
And I, I attribute like House of Rain's done some amazing work in terms of like linking us with those communities and stuff. But then also now we have like multiple house presences in Bulu. Yeah. Right? We have yeah. House of Rain, which is like the mainstay house mm-hmm. of Bulu. We have House of Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Do you know about House of Dynasty? That um I'm like a NAM based house yeah. and they have a few members here. Everyone's moving though. I'm moving as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then me repping House of Silky here. Um, yes. But because of that, like we're getting the parents come over. Like my mother was just here last week. My mm. father was here a month ago. Um, mother J Dynasty comes over mm-hmm. like here and there. Like we're getting the the girls come through. It's and probably what we really need too is absolutely. to have that cross little mingling moment. It allows us to get the knowledge so that we can raise Bulu to that place. And that it's going the Australian scene. You know, the mm. Australian scene is all lifting up at the same time. And when that happens, we start getting the girls through. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I feel from the start of like, since I've been in ballroom, like I've always felt there's so many people that could use ballroom in our scene, but it's a very slow and um, steady process getting those girls to like kind of wake up and be like, oh my God, ballroom's the thing yeah. for me and come in and want to get it and train hard. Yeah, yeah slow completely. process, but it's going well. Do you think that like having a background in dance is crucial to being a part of the ballroom scene, Not or is it like at one all. Yeah, good. I was hoping, honestly, yes, yeah, my was my father say. said at like a workshop we had recently. He said, "I'm I've never danced in my life. I'm more of an essence girl." <laughs> like, <laughs> dance oh, quote of the year. Down, like dancers in ballroom are no. I wouldn't say look down, but like if you're a dancer and you learn voguing, it can be very mm. easily mm-hmm. and like if you don't have the essence if it doesn't come from in you won't get very far uh-huh. and for me even like I've had to analyze like I do come from a dance background mm-hmm. and so when I started voguing and stuff I kind of learned it as a dance style I had to undo a lot of my unlearn like my oh, learnings wow. and now it's only now I'm starting to sit deeper and deeper in my essence and like girls yeah I don't know um, go deeper yeah thank you but yeah dancing is not important for voguing mm-hmm. or ballroom um what's important is knowing yourself Mm. and knowing your genders and Mm. your femininity and that like you can learn the dancing and like some people who vogue literally like they have so much presence and so much essence but they don't need to do flips and tricks and this and that Mm -hmm. they just soft performance soft performance sinking deep into themselves that's it like yeah I think it's a similar misconception people have around burlesque Honestly, yeah, there's like a big so. link then. People go like, oh my gosh, if I'm not a dancer, mm. if I'm not a size this, if my body doesn't look like that, then I can't participate in this uh-huh. art form. But Perth is a really good example of like stripping that away in burlesque. And I think yeah. that ballroom definitely has that power to it as well. Yeah. I love everything that we're learning here. Yeah, and I want to take all of that yeah. and talk specifically about the burlesque scene when we come back from our break. Yeah, sounds good. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we're back. I'm so joined with the ever-glorious snake skin of Denise the Snake. Ooh. It's all of the color matching for me. I'm like, I'm just oh, going to, yeah, like, every single day you set a new standard. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you are. Well, oh, my God. I have, like, a color palette. So, yeah. like, all my clothes are in uh, one of four colors, and so they all just work together. Like, it's mm. easy. Your capsule wardrobe before that was done. Duh. <laughs> it's, like, more sustainable, too, because mm. I use everything. It's cute. It is more sustainable. I will never do it though because I love I love pretty frilly sleeves too much. And yeah. <laughs> I say in a jumper and leggings. Anyway, oh, you're uh, cute still. <laughs> thank you. That's very kind of you. And what you have to say before I'll let you out of this room. Um, oh! <laughs> you can't leave. You must compliment me oh, no. first. <laughs> well, good, I can leave now. No. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast just ends. <laughs> um, I really wanted to dive in deeper on the Brulu scene um, and specifically, like, first up, what are we loving that's happening in Perth and Brulu at the moment? Just in general or in ballroom? Yeah, well, in general, in general, in your experience in queer art, because, like, I mean, you've traversed yeah. drag, burlesque, ballroom, oh, my God, every slash, 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 dot com dot au. Yeah. Um, so, like, from your perspective, what are you mm. loving seeing in, I guess, the queer art scene is more broadly? Yeah, let me have a think about that one. Um, yeah, well, something I've been talking um, – well, I just did a recent trip with um, a few burlesque guys for a show in Karatha um, with – like Alexis Armstrong, Slash mm. Carl Chaos, um, Lucy Lovegun, like some of the girls. And what we Which were talking about. Art Center, yeah. Yeah, it's that's a beautiful it. Beautiful theater. Oh, so fast. So stunning. Loved it. Was very big. I'm yeah. a little girl. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, what, I, what we're really enjoying lately is we're feeling like a new crop of drag artists mm. coming through and burlesque artists mm-hmm. who are just doing them really deeply, you yeah. know? Like, um, I want to shout out some drag artists I've been have been like clocking. Do it. Um, Everybody get your phones out. Start yeah. Instagram.com. And <laughs> Mr. Meaty slash mm. Clitoria Khan, um, trans man who does like gender fuck male and female drag. Such big, I was talking before about transformations, such deep transformations. Mm. That is so fab. <laughs> I love, and they're so young in their journey, but like, yeah, they've got it. That's exciting. <laughs> That's exciting. I think um, they're doing King of the Underground. Yes. Which is so exciting. Oh, I need, a, yeah, I need to book my ticket for mm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to just shout out other shows while I'm on my own. No, I still have very, like, community support. Um, I love my coochies as mm. well, my coochies. Um, just such a beautiful spirit. Oh, you my coochies. Yeah, so such a good very leg. cute. Yes. Um, who else is coming through? You can draw a good mustache. Yo, yeah. yo. Just a lot of drag artists who are pushing it and, like, mm. really committed. I'm, like, even, like, they and uh, Kiara Climax mm-hmm. and shit. Like, they just, put, like, come every single week, don't have the excuses and this and that. They just do it. And it's just beautiful to see people commit to the craft. Mm. Like, um, that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was literally at, like, and if it's a different world, but I went to a a high school musical, not high school musical, but yeah, a musical, a musical at, at a high, high school. school. And I was literally going in there being like, I'm prepared to not enjoy myself. I'm prepared to like clap uh, for my friends who have like worked yes, in this production yes. and I'm I'm ready for that. And then the entire time I was like, 
oh, shit, the 16, 17-year-olds who are about to, like, come into our queer art scene because, hello, I was at a high school musical. They were all gay. Yep. Um, <laughs> every single one of them is queer. And if they don't yeah. know it, I'm so sorry that I'm telling you. Yeah. Right I'm sorry. This I'm is so your coming sorry. out. I'm telling you in this moment. But as they enter the scene in the next year, I'm, like, sitting there being like, wow, there are some people in our – queer art scene, the people who like bitch and moan and complain who are just going to be washed out so quickly because the next crop that are coming up are everything. They want it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's the right energy. And like, obviously they're young, they're learning, they make mistakes. Oh, all good. We yeah. all have and we all will. Yeah, continue um, to be a complete fuck up. Thank down, you. <laughs> down. I just, I, I, I'm a big sucker for spirit. Like mm. when I see someone perform and I'm seeing them perform like with their whole being, bitch, mm. like that's what's going to drive it, mm-hmm. you know? Like you can learn the this and the that and the other, but um, yeah, if someone has the spirit, like they're going to go on a journey. Yeah. That's it. Completely. And I just see a lot of spirit now. I think yes, that's what Yes, that's so good. It's cute. The complete flip side of that, of course, <laughs> yeah. is where we get to be all nasty. No. Oh, I love being nasty. <laughs> no, best intentions, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, what would we like to see improve in our queer art scene? Yeah. Good question. Broadly, specifically, obviously, from your perspective only. It would be weird if you talked on behalf of anybody else. Though. Yeah. I think, look, I think something we have struggled with, but we do continue to struggle with, is how, I don't know, I'm speaking more from, like, the drag scene, but, like, all of our scenes, it's it's an ongoing problem, is just how we interact with our BIPOC communities, mm. especially First Nations communities. Um, like, I know in the drag scene, there is actually a lot of transgender-fluid people like non-binary people, there's a lot of queerness like mm. in the drag scene, which is beautiful to see. But I think there needs to be more conversations about how specific the intersection is between being queer and a person of colour. Mm. Like there's just so many things. Like and I, I, in my own experience, I've gone through so many things with it with my family and how my queerness and my art interacts with them with like feeling like an alien constantly because I'm like often the only queer person of colour in a space. Mm. Um and I think, like, my my skin's been a bit thickened. Like, I'm not as bothered by it, I guess. But as a young person, like, it is fucking tricky to navigate because yeah. there's no fucking map or blueprint or nothing. Um, and we we have, like, not as many elders and shit to guide us. Like, I've had to look through the ballroom scene and now I have fantastic ballroom parents <laughs> who, like, guide me through those feelings and siblings and all that. But, you know, like, Yeah. Is tough, and um, I think there just needs to be a bit more conversation. That's mm. why I want to hear more conversation. Yeah, yeah. Less people afraid of those conversations. Um, maybe not afraid. Just like, just talk about it. Like, mm. let's ask ask the questions, ask the experiences, and yeah. shit. Like, I there is no not. I don't know. I don't want to like say it in the whole thing, but I just don't see many black bodies in both indigenous and mm-hmm. like. Um, African diaspora bodies in Dragon Burlesque and um, what's the other thing? Yeah, like where are the femme queens at as well? Like mm-hmm. where are the femme queens? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's so rare and like um, they're there. Yeah, yeah, they're around. They're <laughs> they just don't see themselves and like don't mm. feel like they can be a part of it. I don't know. I don't want to speak for them, but yeah, like it's we need to talk more we need to think more mm. um, it's a slow slow process as well totally so, yeah and we're all part of it so mm. we all need to take responsibility i always get like brought straight back to um a quote and i will continually like give this to malaika mm. because it has stayed mm-hmm. with me forever it's like just because you invite us into a space does not make that a safe space for us absolutely and i carry that with me every single day yep. um it is 
one of the best things that I think has ever been said on this podcast. Oh, like Malika is obviously so incredibly incredible. Yeah, shout out just, to Malika. Yes, fucking like all the time. doing her thing without like, yeah, yeah she's she does it. absolutely incredible. But I carry that with me every single day because it's like always that idea of like, oh, we'll, we'll bring you a seat at the table. And it's like, no, it's not actually <laughs> making a space at a table, like this metaphorical bullshit yeah. table that we always talk about. Yeah. It like, doesn't necessarily mean that it's like safe just because you put a chair out. Like, yeah. Great. I feel the same thing. Yeah. That's a good way to put it like I feel the same thing it's like there's a difference between yeah there's a difference between welcoming someone into a space and like hearing what they have to say when they're there and then actively acting on it they're all yeah, yeah they're all different and like inclusive is include okay yeah the one I was going to say is inclusion is different from celebration mm-hmm, right those are two mm-hmm. different things and we need to move towards celebration because mm-hmm. inclusion like Everyone's inclusive now. Like, that's, yeah. like, the whole thing. If you're yeah. not inclusive, like, let's cancel you. But <laughs> let's start cancelling people who aren't celebrating. Like, yeah. that's the real conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, which spaces are celebrating and forefronting and putting at the front mm. these bodies? Totally. That's why I love ballroom. Because, mm. like, them queens are at the front, at the top, as it should be. Like, and it's one of the only spaces that that's the case. You yeah. Know? Every other space, them queens of colour, um, black and brown people, like, queer people have to fucking fight to prove over that they're supposed to be in a space, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then when yeah. they're in the space, they might be the only one in the space. Down. And now it's like, great, now I represent for every large person, for every person exactly. of colour, for every queer person. And, like, that's not a weight that should be on anybody's shoulders. No. That's too heavy. It is, like, yeah, it's too heavy, but I really salute the people who do that because mm. it's a tough fucking job and it's a job no one talks about and no one gives credits to. Um, but they're doing it and, and not doing it out of, like, righteousness and this and that. But do it because they, like, fuck with the craft because they want to do their shit and they're not going to let someone stop them. That's, Mm. like, strength and power. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm. (laughs) And we could just, like, have 20 minutes of silence where everybody ponders... Every know. single black, brown, queer, trans person in the We were shouting out people before. Can we shout yeah. out some names from the ballroom scene? Absolutely. Like, in in Perth? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Santana, mm-hmm. Mother Santana. Like, we would not. Hi, Santana. Hi, Santana. We all love you. <laughs> you know that. Um, I want to shout out my brother, Justin mm. Rain, because Justin does so fucking much as well, like behind the scenes. Does a lot of work behind the scenes. He does a lot of organizing, um, a lot of like educating, I would say. Mm. Um, and it's just so involved and active with our scene and where we're going and connecting us with people. He walks like body. He just won a GP body in Japan, bitch. What? Give him his fucking flowers. Oh like God. international GP. Wow. Um, walks body, walks folk them. Very good vogue. We don't talk about that enough. Love Justin. Um, and yeah, I, I just always have really educational, good conversations with him about our scene, where it's going, where we can go, where we need to check each other. Mm. Like, um, he's so fab. He's so fab. And just, yeah, all all of the, oh, no, wait, let me think. <laughs> Who do I want to shout out? I want to shout out, like, the new crop of um, 007s coming through, especially the ones who are trying to get into voguing. Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all are starting to pull through. Got to go like, back to Mike Uchi, who is consistently yes, doing the work all the time. showing up, we notice. Like, yeah. Mike... Adam, Tortasha, mm. like some of the girls are pulling through and it's so good to see. Um, Maz Rain just won a fucking GP and like Sissy Ball, Australia's what? biggest ball. Like, 
Yeah, Bully's coming through. And I, sometimes I feel like the Eastern scene kind of pays Bully a bit. Like, um, they don't pay attention to what we're doing. Yeah. But that's all right. We're biding our time. Like, we'll have our <laughs> moments. Um, it will no, come. Yeah. Our scene's really fab. Um, I can feel a bit of an evolution coming in our scene and ballroom right now. Um, like, new people stepping up to the plate in terms of organising things. Um other people kind of going to other spaces of ballroom and pulling back. Like I'm, I'm wanting to do that and like getting more knowledge from my house to develop my own craft, but also mm. like develop all of us yeah, <laughs> in the process. Totally. Yeah, it can be a really tough thing to do when it's such a, a new scene too, especially like, yeah. yes, we all know that if it's a three a scene that is three-year-old, yeah, it, it formed during like one of the weirdest and worst times for Western Australia where so we were so weird. locked off from the, from the rest of the country. Yeah. So no wonder we're like overlooked. I mean, like, I think it formed at a good time, though, because, yeah. like, it formed at a time um, where we could really understand our identities and, like, we could kind of self-determine who we were so that when we came into, like, the biggest scene, then we had a strength behind us. We weren't just looking to them to do everything. We mm. were like, no, let's call our own shots. We've been doing it already. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I started drag around that time, to be honest. Like, I started everything around that time. <laughs> um, so it's an good interesting time. to time. start drag. It was <laughs> it because, is. like, people were looking in and people looking into our communities and stuff and what's new. And, like, I got I got booked real quick. I'm really grateful for that because, um, yeah, there was just space for it. I yeah. was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, 2020, the uh, Perth's shit or get off the pot moment. Shit um, or get off the pot. It and was. I got on it? the pot for the first time. It was <laughs> fab. Like... <laughs> Ah, I always say that because like I feel like that's just the year that we all had to go like all right this is either the moment that we slide backwards 10 years or we move up really quickly I think we did both in different ways we did yeah which we obviously yeah. like part, like most of us decided to walk forward and some of us slid backwards and that's okay we'll drag them back it. <laughs> good way of putting it um you know what is it when somebody slides down I this is a bad confession my brain has been absolute soups. So I've been watching Ice Road Truckers. Oh um, because my brain can't function after a certain time in the evening. Like it just becomes mush and I don't want to have to think about anything. But I keep thinking about like the, the trucks and the ice sliding backwards with like the chains on their oh wheels and being like, God. how do you pull them back up the hill? This metaphor's not helpful for anyone. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Look, like let's It's let's, okay. I revoked my queer card, it's fine. Oh. Just for that one by man. But I'll Baby. get it. I'll get it back and watch something else later. <laughs> that that is a lesbian culture if I've ever heard one. Ice road truckers, bitch. Never oh. catch a butch queen watching that. But the fucking girls, it's, yeah. It's it's such a it's the worst show on the planet. Yeah. Which is why I don't have to pay attention Down. to it. I can just watch trucks slide around. Right, I need to do ice. some stoning tonight. So, like, maybe I should. No, I do not recommend stone. this show. This is not something I'm recommending to anyone. Now on I Disney Plus, no, <laughs> not Down. even a little bit. Um, to try and get somewhat back on the ball, yes. even just a little bit, maybe. Uh, what do you see next for Denise? You already mentioned that you're going to break my heart and move away, and that's yeah. fine. I will cope. But I mean, what's next for Denise? I think that's like I mean I've I've got a lot of projects in the works mm. like um, I don't know what I want to say and not say but um, we just redacted all it's just going to be this whole section of bleeps <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> let's see so um, I just recently did like a film project um, the glitter the gold glitter look um, I am so fucking excited to debut that it's mm. coming in June July I don't have a specific day okay. but like there's being some production so about I want to see that. it move yeah like girls I saw the still photos get ready. Everyone go follow Denise. I was name. shook. Okay, the way like with that with that look, I texted my producer. I was like, "Am I able to post this, or do you want to keep it a surprise, mm-hmm. or what?" She was like, "No, nah, post it. It's all good." I was like, "Okay, thank God." And thank God I posted it because mm-hmm. Nas, the critter, <laughs> did it the next day. If I waited too long, 
people would think, oh, she's just copying. She's just this. But no, like I got the timestamp. And I also, I just wasn't expecting, I it, I thought I looked bad, but I wasn't expecting that response from it. I got a really big response and I was so like, good. okay, you'll wait for the video. It's I just crazy. It I think that's the thing that like, I want, as soon as like I saw the photos, I was like, I need to see it in motion. Be, see it in motion with like a fucking crane and moving gyroscope camera with no. like custom lights and shit. So I, you're going to leave us, but you'll kill us just before you go. Murder and then just vanished into the night. Yeah. What What else? So I, I have a little photo shoot some I'm wanting to do. I've been holding for a while. I'm just waiting for the right timing and like mm. the right money to come in. These um, like deeper transformation sort of Yeah, moments. kind yeah. of. Just like, yeah, some some just normal promo shoots that I've been waiting, like <laughs> some looks and stuff. Yeah. But also, yes, some like deep transformations, some whole concepts. I'm really excited to push it there. Um, what else do I have? Yeah, I like uh, my big project, I guess, is moving to Nam. I, I think that <laughs> in Melbourne, there's so much opportunity for mm. the new work I want to be doing more, more fashion, more like in and out of drag work as well, um, more performance art, mm-hmm. collaboration, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a bit of, I have been already taking a bit of a break from like the the, the general drag club spaces yep. and um, I'm sure the burlesque spaces as well, I'll, I'll dip in and out of a little, but yeah, I'm I'm interested in just a new a new quote unquote Denisa, but also not new, just like evolved in different yeah, forms. Yeah, completely, just a different form. What are we at? Like level form eight, form nine, something. Ah! Like <laughs> yeah, so, but I know there's like a hundred forms to go. Exactly. So, like, so early in the journey. Early, yeah, early, yeah. but it's been a journey, and I'm I'm so proud of it as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Perth is going to be so sad to see you go, oh. but we're gonna rope you back. Oh, but I'll be back. Times. I'll be back every other day. You're gonna be like a FIFO person, but. Ah! Yeah. Well, you'll book me and I'll come back. No, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, my heart will always be in Perth. I have a lot of roots in Perth, especially in the ballroom scene. Mm. I always want to come back to like, definitely like for the balls coming. Oh my god! Shout out, fucking. Oh wait, no, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> oh no. Okay, cut that out. Cut that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be coming out for like any balls or like big events that are coming here, but also like. Just generally, I want to be involved in the community still, mm. and like maybe we'll see some silkies come through yeah. WA as well. We'd love to see it. Yeah, we would. Um, and on that, where can everybody follow you? First of all, to find these gold pictures that are going to turn oh, to yes. gold movement moments, but just for all of the incredible work that you're doing. Yeah, I think the main the main space I occupy is my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's at Denisa Snake on Instagram. D A N I S A Snake. Um, that's my portfolio, boo. It's all there. <laughs> <laughs> don't stalk me on Facebook or nothing. Like, no. <laughs> we can. If you love me that much, I don't know. <laughs> if you really want. Yeah. If you really, really want to, but I won't reply. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as always, if you like this podcast, you can like us on the uh, app you're listening to right now. It's somewhere on that page. I don't know where it is, but you should do it. Um rate, review, subscribe, etc. I don't know how any of that works. Uh, or send us a message to waexposepod at gmail.com and we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you, Denise, so much for joining me today. You've been an absolute delight. Thank you for having me. Such a lovely chat. WA Expose is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Expose. I'm just thirsty. That's all. Studying. Just, <laughs> just want to drink. Oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.